Hey, I'm Natalie Abbott. And I'm Vera Schmitz. We are sisters who host the Dwell Differently podcast. We help you memorize and meditate on one Bible verse every month. And all month long on our podcast, we talk about what that verse means, why it matters, and how we can apply that verse to our daily lives. Hey, welcome back to the Dwell Differently podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Abbott. And guys, Merry Christmas. Christmas is almost here. And we are memorizing such a great verse this month. We are talking about the kindness and love of God, our Savior, appearing in the Lord Jesus Christ, who saved us not because of what we did, but because of his mercy. This is the real Christmas message, you guys, and it is beautiful. It's wonderful. And I tell you what, um, as much as we have all this hustle and bustle happening, as much as um, we feel busy and and maybe our lists are a little extra long this year, uh, I can relate. I've got five kids and four of them have Christmas birthdays. So if you want to ask what were we thinking when we did that to ourselves, my husband and I, we weren't. We weren't. Um, we are not planners, it's safe to say, <laughs> because no sane human would ever plan that. So Christmas is always a busy time of year uh, at my house. And if you're feeling overwhelmed by all the Christmas things, this podcast is for you today. I hope that it will be a gift to you. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. And we are just going to talk about our verse and the beauty of the Christmas message. So without further ado, our verse this month is Titus chapter 3, verses 4 through 5a. It says this, but when the kindness and love of God, our savior appeared, he saved us, not because of righteous things that we had done, but because of his mercy. That there is some really good news. It is the kind of news that I need to hear. And kudos to you for listening right now, for taking a minute out uh, to refocus your heart and your mind on the true Christmas message. You know, the angel said, to the shepherds who were watching over their fields at night in Luke 2.10, they said, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. This is the Christmas message. It is good news that will cause great joy for all the people. It's exactly what we need to be focusing on. And, and this is your time right now to soak up those good tidings of great joy this Christmas. Um, so today we're just going to read and talk about the passage where we find our verse. We're going to talk about when the kindness and love of God, our Savior, appeared in the world and in our lives. So I'm going to read it in our greater context, and we're going to talk about three things. We're going to talk about who we were, we're going to talk about who we are, and then we're going to talk about being who we are. And it's all in that beautiful little context, just a couple verses from verses three through eight in chapter three of Titus. So let me read this for you. I want you to just if you're able to close your eyes, if you're driving, don't do that. <laughs> but hear these words. At one time, we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. But when the kindness and love of God, our Savior, appeared, he saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs having hope of eternal life. 
This is a trustworthy saying, and I want you to stress these things so that those who have trusted in God may be careful to devote themselves to doing what is good. These things are excellent and profitable for everyone. Okay, so we're going to talk about who we were. You might have heard that in the beginning. And we're going to talk about who we are, who we are in Christ. And then we're going to talk about living like this is true in our life, who we can be, who we should be uh, in light of all that God has done for us. Okay, so let's start with that very beginning, who we were. We see that in verse three. It says this, at one time, we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. Okay, so we're going to go through and just real quickly pull this verse apart. At one time, we too were foolish. In other words, we believed wrong things. We were disobedient. So we behaved wrongly. We were deceived. So we followed wrong paths, thinking we're right. And then it also says we were enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. Enslaved, meaning that um, we are we are held captive to. We can't get away from the things that that we want, either sensual or physical passions, um, pleasures. In other words, enjoyment for its own sake. We are given over to these things. They are our masters, and we are unable to free ourselves. It goes on to say we lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. Living in malice means intentionally doing what's wrong in envy. We're discontent with what we have and we long for other people's positions. So we're discontent with what we have and we long for other people's possessions or their position. Um, and, and where we end up is being hated and hating other people. This is where we end up. We end up not seeing others rightly or treating others rightly. And we think of ourselves mainly and others as a means to an end. They're either a barrier to or a way of getting what we want. So that's a pretty hard position to find ourselves enslaved by our passions and pleasures, uh, envying others for the things that they have, foolishly believing that uh, something that is wrong is actually right and following wrong paths. Um, so that's where we were. We were deceived. We were foolish. We're living for our passions. And then we find our verse, verse four, this is who we are in Christ. But when the kindness and love of God, our savior appeared, he saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy he saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life. This is who we are. What a contrast, eh? Like thinking about that first list that I read of us being deceived and foolish and disobedient and enslaved by our passions and our pleasures in Christ. When Christ appeared, the love and kindness of God, our Savior, was embodied in him. And it wasn't the righteous things we had done, but actually that list is a lot of pretty unrighteous things that we have done. That's not why he came. He came because of his mercy. And he saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. In other words, he made us clean. He made us new and fresh and good. 
And he poured out the Holy Spirit generously on us through Jesus Christ, who is our Savior, so that having been justified or made right by God's grace, in other words, his unmerited, unearned favor, we might become heirs, in other words, children, having the hope of eternal life. This is the beautiful Christmas message that Jesus came that he came for us, that he saved us, not because of what we do or what we don't do, but because of his mercy, because he loves us. Uh, This is the kindness and love of God, our Savior. And this is the Christmas message of hope, the hope that we have that we are God's children and that he wants us to be with him forever. Okay. And there's one last thing. So that's who we were, who we are. And now Be who you are, because all of this as a believer in Jesus is true of you. This is who you can be. Verse eight goes on to say, this is a trustworthy saying. In other words, everything that we just said is a trustworthy saying. And I want you to stress these things so that those who have trusted in God may be careful to devote themselves to doing what is good. These things are excellent and profitable for everyone. So because you were in this deep darkness, in this pit, and you couldn't save yourself, you're helpless because the kindness and love of God our Savior appeared in the person of Jesus Christ. We now have hope. We have life. We have been pulled out of that pit. And because of that, it says, this is a trustworthy saying, stress these things so that you who have trusted in God may be careful to devote yourself to doing what is good. And that those things, those good things that you can do in light of what God has done for you are excellent and profitable, not just for yourselves, but for everyone. Guys, this is the beauty of our triune God at work. God the Father sent his son, the Savior, who saved us and washed us through the rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. This is our God, and this message is the Christmas message. It is beautiful, and it is good. It is good tidings of great joy for all people. It's a message that you can share with your friends this Christmas season. It's a message that you can preach to yourself as you memorize this verse and you learn it alongside of us. If you don't follow us on Instagram, go over there and screenshot a design of this verse that will help you memorize it. Um, And before you go... I want to give you two things. I want to give you links in our show notes for two free things. First is in the middle of your hustle and your bustle, I want to give you a devotional to help you refocus your thoughts on Jesus. Um, It's a written devotional that I wrote for this past Monday, December 4th. Uh, You can go to dwelldifferently.com and get that, or you can sign up with your email to get that in your inbox. And then the other thing that you can do is we've this one you're gonna have to wait for you know it's it's christmas it's the season of anticipation and waiting but i promise it's worth the wait um and if you don't get our emails sign up for our email so you can get this in in your inbox automatically otherwise you got to go over to our website and find it but we made a downloadable beautifully designed christmas prayer to help you respond to god in prayer and praise for all of these wonderful things that he did for us these things that we celebrate at christmas you can pray it by yourself you can pray it with your people you can even and pray it at your Christmas dinner, print it out in full color and hand it out to your guests at Christmas, uh, however you want to do it. Um, but it will help you pray a beautiful, almost poetic prayer 
at Christmas time, praising God and thanking him for what he has done for us in Jesus. This is the gospel. This is the good news. This is what we're celebrating. This is the kindness and love of God, our savior, who appeared in Jesus Christ to give us his mercy, uh, not based on what we have done, but based on who he is. And this is exactly the news that we need right now in the middle of our hustle and bustle. So thanks for joining me today. Kudos to you for giving up a few minutes and listening to this beautiful Christmas message of truth that we find in Titus chapter three. Hey friend, are you looking for a last minute Christmas gift? Well, we've got you covered over here at Dwell Differently. We've got gift cards that you can get anytime and give to somebody for Christmas. We also have gift memberships. Um, so if you want to give a gift membership, their membership will start in January, the first week of January. So you can give somebody a gift membership for four, eight, or 12 months. And that gift will go into effect um, right there at the beginning of 2024. So if you're looking for that last minute Christmas gift, we've got you covered.